Welcome to On Texas Football. I'm Bobby Burton, joined by Jerry Hamilton. It's time to do the grades postgame. Longhorn beat Wyoming 31 to 10. I tell you what, Jerry, this is going to be one of those grading sessions. I can feel it. Uh, <laughs> from talking to you prior to this, it's going to be a wave, uh, just like a, a wave of emotions, just like uh, what the fans felt on Saturday night. I mean, oh, yeah. it was uh, tense in DKR. You were there, Jerry. Uh, I, I want Before we get into the grades of the team, uh, I want to ask you, grade Chris Del Conte and the atmosphere inside DKR and what he put on the show with the light light show, everything about it. Because I tell you, that can actually have an effect on a football game late, and I, and I think it may have. Well, and, and some fans might nitpick something, but I give him a perfect grade 100, Bobby. I mean, look, great atmosphere. Bevo Boulevard's better than ever. Um, you know, yeah, he adds to the stadium, the LED lights, the expand experience, right? From a recruit experience, I was standing right down there, not on the field, but right as, as close to, as you could. Um, it's a great setup. It's a great environment for recruiting. Obviously, they're coming off the Alabama win, so the people were jacked up. You saw more important people on that sideline. I mean, Sergio Garcia, who lives in Austin with his wife, who's obviously father played quarterback at Texas. I mean, it, it was Miles Turner, Brian Arakpo. I mean, it, it's one of those scenes in recruiting, right? I mean, it's one of those games. Um, so Chris Del Conte, I would give him a perfect grade yesterday, especially right. especially considering we had sideways rain earlier in the day. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. You were you were you were out <laughs> in it. All right, let, let's move forward. Uh, this this uh, show, the grades uh, grading the horns, uh, brought to you by uh, the fine folks over at Rodman uh, Law Firm. Uh, Tim Rodman and his group are committed to serving your needs in business, commercial, and residential real estate. Uh, they also do a lot of construction law, and they do it throughout Texas. It's not just in any one area. Uh, they just opened up an office in McKinney as well. Tim and his team pride themselves on detailed representation and developing long-lasting relationships with their clients. They just don't want to do one time. They want to try to develop a long-lasting relationship. Call Tim at 281 343 3382 or visit rodmanfirm.com. Jerry, let's start with the offense. I, I tell you what, our guys, uh, Quinn Ewers uh, at quarterback, did not have a great night. Uh, finishes 11 of 21. Uh, you know, fought through some adversity, maybe some drops early, uh, hurt him, but he just looked flustered almost the entire night until the fourth quarter. Yeah, I think uh, I think the offense in general did. I mean, you know, they had no pre-snap penalties against Alabama. They had pre-snap penalties Saturday. They played behind the chains more. They didn't run the ball early in the game. I mean, it was very similar to the start of the game against Rice uh, from a script standpoint, right? Pass, 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 punt. Um, I mean, so it was very similar in that regard to me. Um, but, yeah, I mean, you know, Quinn didn't have his best game, and I don't really think outside of Jonathan Brooks anybody did. On offense, yeah, I, I would agree with you. I, I I gave Quinn a D. Uh, you know, I, I think that he you could have good you could have gone higher because they won by twenty one points and he didn't turn the ball over and he did make a nice run on the goal line, giving up his body a little bit. Uh, but I tell you what, it, it he missed too many open receivers for me, wide open guys. He's he's having some problems in the pocket and feeling the pocket correctly. That 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 causes problems with his feet and then. The, the throws just aren't there sometimes. Yeah, yeah, I, I get I give it a C. Um, I, I a little bit higher. I just 
I think, look, you get behind the chains a little bit. I agree with what you're saying. I think you get behind the chains a little bit. I think starting the game, running the football downhill with a bigger offensive line and a physical offensive line that you should be, that you've recruited to, helps uh, your quarterback out in games in games like this. All right, so I, I'm going D, you going C, C minus D plus. Uh, but it was not – we're both in agreement. It was not Quinn Ewer's finest performance. A winning yeah. one. A winning one we should keep in mind, but not his finest. Uh, he's got to do better as certainly next week going into conference play. The Longhorns take on Baylor at 630 next Saturday. All right, running back. Now, this is probably the shining uh, star of uh, the game. Uh, Jonathan Brooks, you know what? They needed somebody else to step on off, up on offense uh, outside of Xavier Worthy, and Jonathan Brooks was that guy on Saturday night. Yeah, for sure. I mean, he had the explosive in the fourth quarter, too. The I believe, 61-yard run, right? I mean, they had two explosives in the uh, fourth quarter. Else, They don't do zilch offensively in that game. But he was uh, the shining moment. Look, Bobby, we've we watched him in high school. We've watched him now in, te in Texas. He has winner's DNA. I mean, he he has – that's what he has. Those guys are, are going to make tough plays. They're going to make smart plays. Uh, they're going to make hustle plays like he did against Alabama on the fumble fourth and one snap. Uh, Jonathan Brooks is when you, those guys, when you put them on, on the field, they're going to be productive, you know, realistically as two balls, he's dropped in the passing game, but running the football, you got to grade him an A this year. Yeah, I, I would in an A plus last night. Hey, I, I would, I would say this add in Savion red in the wildcat. Absolutely. And, uh, that was a, a nice tweak by Steve Sarkeesian. Yeah. Nice tweak. Uh, as, uh, yes, absolutely. And we, I think Texas is, if center Baxter continues to struggle with health, if Texas is going to maximize the run game, the number two back has to be Savion Red. He's he's the guy that's a natural runner. He's not a space player. He can run the ball downhill. He, he's shorter. He's 5'9", 210, so he's compact. He can hide behind big, large humans. Um, I thought he played well. Keelan Robinson got his opportunity in the passing game, made 16 yards of it. Um, the only negative would have been Jaden Blue's fourth-quarter fumble last night at running back, realistically. Yeah, I don't think you can put the ball on the turf like Jaden Blue did when you're trying to milk the clock in the fourth quarter right. and not be dinged for it. Because yeah. they, if they if they get – and it was a first down. he had They blocked it for a first down. Uh, and putting that ball on the turf, uh, Texas could have run out the clock in that game, yeah. uh, but instead had to go back out there and defend another 10, 12 plays on a long Wyoming drive, which was a, a habit of sorts. Uh, in this game, I end up giving the uh, running backs an A minus uh, because of that almost exclusively because of that turnover. Yeah. Otherwise, it would have been an A, A plus uh, because Jonathan Brooks did kind of carry that team yeah. at times on Saturday night. Wide receivers, I, I don't even know where to start. Um, it's not like they had a lot of opportunities. Right. Um, given Texas only ran 52 offensive plays, Jerry. Uh, the wide receivers, Quinn Ewers threw 21 passes, 11 receptions. Not a lot of opportunities. Xavier Worthy, though, made the play of the game, in my opinion. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, he made the play of the game. Um, and, and, look, that's what we've said about this, uh, what Sarkeesian's done at Texas. He's recruited more playmakers. I mean, it, and it shows up, especially, you know, when it shows up in games, you struggle as much as games. That, that's what I'm saying. Sometimes people just have to it's make like a play. Last year – Last year against UTSA, it, it Bijan just wasn't on at first, and Roshan goes out there and makes a game-changing play. Right. Xavier Worthy last night made a game-changing play. Yep. It was all Texas after that that uh, catch and run. 
Yeah, no doubt about it. I mean, that was the play of the game for Texas. You nailed it. Um, him and Jade Barron, I thought, had high-level games as playmakers for Texas. Yes, I agree. I agree with you. All right, so wide receiver, uh, not much to judge. Don, uh, Don I. Mitchell uh, had a had an okay game, made a good third-down catch, I thought. Um, maybe did not uh, make a good catch early in the f- first quarter. But I, I tell you what, I, I went B because I thought they blocked well on the outside, typically. Um, did not just did not get a lot of chances. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I agree with you. I think B's a uh, a uh, a good grade for that group. I mean, Ad Mitchell's an interesting is becoming interesting. He's a down the field big playmaker, right? He's almost a big game hunter, right? Yes. Uh, and, and I think in Big Twelve play, we, you know, for Texas, maybe take that next step. He they're going to need him to make a couple more plays in the short and intermediate passing game, breaking tackles, and his athleticism coming through. Yeah, and he he can do that. He can. he can do that. He just has to do it. The, yeah. the next position, tight ends, Jerry. That was a tough one for me. Yeah, I mean, it's a tough one because, I mean, look, uh, JT Sanders didn't have a catch. Shut out uh, the box score. Uh, one of which, I mean, he. I tell you what, Quinn Ewers, I, I got to go back to this. He missed a wide open JT Sanders. He just he went to a different receiver uh, at the time. And I was like, wow, he didn't see. Sanders was open at times on Saturday night. Just didn't hit him. Uh, Gunner Helm did make a nice play. Uh, I thought. I was, surprised they didn't, I was surprised they didn't review that. By the way. Oh, as a touchdown. Yeah, I I, I couldn't tell, but I, it's, it looked like it was worthy review. Maybe. Yeah. Well, it, they showed it on the they showed it on TV. He was down about at the half yard line. Okay. Uh, but it was a good. I mean, look, that may have been Quinn Ewer's best play of the game. Uh, but really, I, I felt like the run game in the second half, particularly in the fourth quarter, got going in part. Because Helm, Sanders, and Malik Ogbo, when they went to the big yeah. set, Ogbo really played well again, Jerry, uh, in that big set. I, I gave the, the tight ends a B slash incomplete. I, yeah. I need to go back. I watched, I've rewatched the game already this morning. I need to go back and, and really hone in on the tight ends to see how they blocked in the first through third quarter. In the fourth quarter, it was the tight ends and Malik Ogbo uh, kind of springing a little bit of that run game. Or yep. helping with it significantly. Yeah, I agree with you on the grade. Okay, offensive line. I think you and I maybe this is kind of interesting. I, I went. I just think it was a C, C plus. It was an average game at best for them, um, but I'm not sure they were called upon to do what they do best, and that's something that you've pointed out. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look, I, I give them a, I give them a B, the B plus in this game because Quinn was sacked once. I mean, you know, it's. He was sacked once. He ran 52 offensive plays. He averaged six yards a play, right? Now, there were two explosives. For three quarters, you did nothing offensively. Um, so I'm going to give him a B. Uh, I have to go back and watch it. But because when they were called upon to go essentially win the game offensively, they came through. I mean, you know, you're running back rushes for 160 yards against the defensive front that's experienced and while not great players experienced i mean i i have a hard time not giving them a b you know you, you may be right i i may be a little hard especially compared to rice you've convinced me a little bit okay so i'm gonna go b minus uh, i I'll, i would move mine up and the reason why 160 yards rushing on just 52 offensive snaps is pretty good production yeah i, I would agree with that only one sack I can see that. I think that my problem were the pre-snap penalties that got Texas behind the chains. Yes. That, and, uh, and then just those kind of mental errors yeah. that they cannot have. It's Hayden Connor again. 
think he had two on Saturday night. Uh, so that, that leads us into the offense overall, Jerry. And I tell you what, if there's anything that tells me that the offense goes as the quarterback goes, I, I, summing up the grades, I believe is a D for quarterbacks, A minus for running backs, B for wide receivers, B slash incomplete for the, the tight ends and a C plus slash B for the offensive line. That's not a, that's not a failing grade by any stretch. But our my offensive grade overall is a D, as in David, and not as in boy. Well, <laughs> you know, and yeah. what, what are your thoughts on the offense overall? Because it just didn't seem like it gelled enough until the fourth quarter. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, look, I had. I mean, I'm just being real. I, I it was an F after three quarters. Yeah. I oh, mean, yeah. Uh, I mean, look, I, totally, I think every Texas fan would agree with that. That look, was at the, at the stadium because they they were breathing. I mean, only put up ten points. This is this is the simplest way I can put it. If we were handed an assignment in high school and that was the paper return, then we'd have got an F. For okay? three quarters, no question. For three quarters. So you had two explosive plays in the fourth quarter. Offensive line did well, so I give it a D minus. I mean, because the reality is you're sitting there with 175 yards in three quarters against a, a whack team in your own house. That's a failing grade. I mean, there's no other way to put it. You think they need minus for the game because of the two explosives in the fourth quarter? What What do you think they need? Is it just is it play calling? Is it Quinn Ewers needs to be more consistent? Is it a combination of all of those things? Yeah, well, I mean, I'm doesn't mean it. You go out there and run down the field on an eight play, eighty yard drive, but I'd love to see Texas come out and establish some physicality in the run game to start a game. I wonder, they tried to do that on the exterior with Cedric Baxter against Alabama. Yeah. I wonder if that's not what they do going forward, getting him in early to be more physical, Jerry, to be honest with you. Because Jonathan Brooks is a good running back. Everybody can see that now. Everything we talked about in the offseason is absolutely true. But you would not categorize him as a physical, highly physical running back. Cedric Baxter is that guy that can lean on people. Yeah, him and Savion Red are a little more physical on contact, guys. Physical, more physical mentality. Um, yeah, and the other thing for me is it's just it wasn't it just was too choppy, wasn't smooth. I mean, it was just too choppy of a performance, wasn't smooth. And um, I mean, Texas is gonna play better teams on the yep. schedule. I mean, that's the reality is a team came in to DKR and um they you didn't have two two hundred yards after three quarters in yep. college football. That's not that's an F. I get it. I get it. Uh, sorry. So Longhorns have some work before Baylor uh, next week. Uh, I want to say thanks again to our sponsor, uh, the Rodman firm, Tim Rodman and his guys uh, are the sponsors of this uh, Horns grades uh, section. Tim and his group are committed to serving your needs in business, commercial and residential real estate, construction law and more throughout the state of Texas. Tim and his team pride themselves on detailed representation and developing long lasting relationships with their client. Tim's a UT grad, a proud UT grad, uh, and happy to be a sponsor of On Texas Football. Call Tim at 281-343-3382 or visit him at rodmanfirm.com. Jerry, I want to go to the next uh, piece of this and let's talk defense now. I've got to say this, the defensive line and the edge were gashed a little early and then they got control. They figured out what they were trying to do. Um, I felt like once they went to the bigger lineup with Alfred Collins almost at edge and that big three-man look, they started controlling the line of scrimmage. 
Vernon Broughton doing that just did not do that for the Longhorns. Um, and so I, I think what we're seeing is the big package with uh, Alfred Collins gives them that that difference maker type situation where they can actually control the run a little bit. Uh, but Wyoming, a, a, func- a highly functional running team with a good offensive line. Uh, I gave the defensive line a B plus. Uh, I thought Baron Sorrell, uh, again, we talked about playmakers. The sack. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games. The sack late in the third quarter kept yeah. uh, kept Wyoming out of the end zone. One of the game's biggest plays, in my opinion. No, no doubt. Uh, that that was that maybe was the big, biggest play on defense. I know the p- people are going to say the pick six, but the time of it, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that Sorrell sack was huge. And I thought, you know, look, coming into this game, I mean, you know, Wyoming plays a lot of double tight, right? I mean, they have to. They're playing to their personnel. They knew, know who they are. That's their identity. Um, you, didn't, you know, Peasley out, you didn't even have the quarterback run game. Um, but I thought they did a lot of things to very smartly to take away Texas' advantage in that game. They slanted in the run game, right? Um, they're willing to let Texas take one step vertical and then start – slanting on those guys right they couldn't win the athleticism initial movement how do you win after that um and playing those double tights they took away uh, you know ethan burke as a uh, athletic edge rusher outside the tackle right i mean there weren't as many opportunities there um i thought wyoming executed a very good game plan they dictated that game yeah i i agree and it, it, at the same time um I, I felt like the defense, the defensive line really came to play in the, in the third quarter, in the fourth quarter, even with a 17 play drive in that third quarter by Wyoming, they weren't getting it on the ground. They were quick, uh, completing quick outs. There was an absurd PI call. Right. Uh, they even chased the, the quarterback out of bounds at the 12 and they placed it at the eight. Don't get me going about some of this stuff, but <laughs> I, I felt I gave the defense line overall a, a B plus maybe because they weren't quite disruptive enough to get an A. Yeah, yeah, I give uh, – I, I would go B minus. I mean, B minus to B uh, for me is, is again, just not quite disruptive enough for me, but did a good job. All right, linebackers, uh, Jalen Ford, David Benda, uh, Jet Bush, uh, and Anthony Hill. Leonga LaFowle saw some time late as well, Jerry. I know we, we talked about that. Uh, I, I gave them a, a B minus – Anthony Hill showed his, his uh, youth uh, and uh, kind of overshot a gap, actually played more inside and had a, had a two-control gap. Outside of that, I thought the, the linebackers played admirably. David Benda, 
for all of the, you know, we can say what we want, but he provided a steadying force against the run against Wyoming. Yeah, no, I, absolutely. I thought that I thought they did the job. The great thing about Anthony Hills, he showed he's proving to be a quick learner. Yes, I mean, he came back in the fourth quarter, Jerry, and didn't do it. Yeah. They ran almost the same play to that backside, and he didn't he didn't budge. Yeah, he's he's a quick learner. So that that's very good for his future. Um, he's not he's not a guy making the same mistake two and three times where they're having to really say, okay, now <laughs> you know he's a quick study, he's a quick learner. So that's a very good thing. Yeah, I would uh, I would give the linebackers a solid B in that game. I mean, no wild plays, just really against the team that was going to be physical and was going to test them. Um, it was going to test them as far as being disciplined is what they were going to do. Yeah, I, I have to say this. I Because of the Hill um, mistake, maybe a B minus. Yeah. Um, but, you know, we're picking nits when we start yeah. talking about that. Defensive back's a different story. I mean, Wyoming moved the ball a little bit in the air, but it was all dink and dunk. I mean, those are hard Those are hard things to play. Uh, Keaton Crawford missed missed a what should have been a third down stop uh, on a ball that he had all the rights to as much as the receiver. Uh, there were a couple other plays. Jaron Thompson got beat in the run game uh, and Ryan Watts down the side. That did not look good. Uh, but overall, Jade Barron's play uh, continues to be, I think, one of the highlights of uh, this Texas team right now. Would you agree with that? Yeah, well, for sure, for sure. I mean, and when Catalan's out there, he's clearly on a pitch count. They're clearly a better secondary, different when he's on the field. Um, that is easy to see. Um, so they almost have to have two different grades for me because they, they're definitely trying to get Catalan through this season uh, healthy and not putting him out there 50, 60 snaps a game, which I think is smart. It's the right thing to do for Catalan and this team. Um yeah, I mean, I I thought the the PI call on, on Brooks was, eh, you know, come on. I mean, that yeah. was that wasn't a good call. Um, I thought Manny Muhammad's playing very well again for a true freshman. I think, look, I think Wyoming attacked the safeties. I think this safeties covering from hash to boundary, not Catalan, is where teams are going to attack Texas. Uh, and, and I think that show that showed up again. What about Jade Barron's play on Saturday? Uh, I I think he was just a he was yeah. one of the difference makers in the game. Yeah, no, tremendous. I, I think that's tremendous. And I, I think he's a guy when we talk about, you know, NFL grades, we were mentioning this on, on Texas football, that, you know, we had seen a little bit NFL scouting stuff and he was a borderline first, second round grade headed into this year. Now that doesn't count underclassmen coming out. He's playing like a guy that's going to get drafted in the second or third round to me. I, I completely agree. I, I think it's big. Uh, and, and you look at it and they continue to make progress. Defense overall, Jerry, this is like almost it's 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 a tough one. Like Sybil, you know, it's like a, you, yeah. up and down, right? You don't know what you're going to get. They had this is interesting. They had Wyoming only had eleven possessions. Texas had five of those that were three and outs or the interception touchdown. So five of eleven. That's pretty darn good. Yeah. Right. But then they allowed two long, long, time-consuming drives. And that goes back to your idea of not dictating to the offense what they're going to have to do to beat you. Yeah. Um, I I, I kind of wonder, and I gave the defense a B uh, a B on this. They only scored ten points, so you can't. I mean, but man, uh, it felt odd. It, I don't I don't know what else to say. I kind of wonder if Wyoming going with a different quarterback 
changed Texas's game plan because they didn't know this quarterback from Adam, right? right? They knew what they were going to get with Andrew Peasley, a run game, run heavy guy that tries to scramble for the first down. They didn't get that. This was a true pocket passer that was trying to hit the quick outs. Yeah. And yeah. try to get, get into third and three and just move the chains. And Wyoming was, you know, moving the line of scrimmage, right? They were yep. doing things to get the quarterback on the move. Um, I, I thought they uh, – yeah, that, so the defensive grade overall is – this game was very tough because certain positions graded out fine. The team grade as a whole, the side of the ball grade as a whole. I mean, look, the, the, the argument with Wyoming had what? I mean, 200 – what do they have, 295 yards in the game? Three, um, I think right at it, yep. Yeah, I mean, so they had uh, – I'm just looking this up right now. They had 291 yards, 66 plays, 4.4 yards a play, right? I mean, so uh, I think you – I give them – I give the defense a B, solid B. And I can't go A because Wyoming did dictate the game. Even if that's your game plan, you're playing vanilla – um, I mean, Wyoming never had the change realistically. If they had five, three and outs, but they never had to change what they were doing. They And they knew what they were. You didn't change their identity throughout the game. Okay, and here's what I would say to you. Texas did make them change their identity. They just refused to do it when they were down by 21 points. Yeah. Well, they, well, still tried to, they still tried to run the ball down 21. Well, that's, so that's they, right. Texas yeah. actually as a team dictated that by keeping, keeping them out of the end zone until that point. But I, I hear you. It, it I mean, wasn't that's, a, what we said during, that's what we said during the watch along, like watch with us with Aaron Hogan. I was like, hey, th when it was seven, seven, uh, 10, 10 at the end of the third, I said, if, if, if Wyoming, if you'd have told Wyoming you're going to be down 24 10 or 24 7 at the end of the third doing what you wanted to do, they would have taken it and got on the plane and gone home. I mean, so they, I, it, they, I don't think they came down here thinking they were going to win the football game. I think they came down here saying, we know what we're going to do to play this game. Yes. Yeah. And it almost worked out for them. But uh, the Longhorns had some playmakers stepped up. Yeah, uh, given out. the defense a B overall, I guess. I yeah. could go B plus even, Jerry. Yeah, yeah, B, B plus right yeah. in that area. So I, I think that's kind of the area for me. Uh, even though after that first run, the Longhorns played very well. It's just a couple of those long time-consuming drives really plagued the long way. And, and, and those those are big in college football now, the running clock rule. Those, yeah, absolutely. Th those, that milked the entire quarter. Yeah, you can't – it's hard for Quinn Ewers to get a rhythm if he doesn't have the ball in his hands. Right. And so it, it works uh, both ways. All right, hey, let's go to the actual highlight of the game. The best unit was the special teams. 100%. Again. I mean, look, Xavier Worthy, four returns uh, – four punt returns for 59 yards – Set Texas up twice in uh, Wyoming territory. Uh, Ryan Sanborn, 48.3 yards per punt. Are you kidding me? Keaton Crawford made a whale of a play on the goal line. Again, yeah. tap a ball back in. Burt Auburn was one of one. Uh, and I don't know what to say, Jerry, I mean, other than – They baited him into a kickoff return that – Yeah. Inside the 15, they were kicking it high, short, trying to make Wyoming make that decision, right? I mean, I thought they had great game plan. Special teams, I think the players are playing tremendous on special teams. Um, you know, two kickoff returns for 52, I believe, was the number yep. two. So, I mean, I, I think you're seeing improvements there. I think this is a – and look, they've only – I think they've only come after one punt in three games. So, they've got a lot – I think they got a lot left in the kitty there now. Yeah. We talked about Sark holding things back. I don't think we've seen uh, Texas really come after it like they are in the punt game. 
Yeah. A, A-plus on special teams. Maybe an A because they didn't get the touchdown or the game-changing play, per se. Um, yeah, I'm going A-plus because here's the thing. Here's the reason. I, so you had the ball down, right? And Wyoming's backed up to their own four. And then that's when that 17-play drive happened. Texas special teams did everything they were asked to do in this game. They really did. So it's hard for me not to give them an A-plus. Because yeah, even I, Sam, I, Sanborn put the defense in a position to – he flipped the field and gave the defense a chance. Dude, 48.3 yards per punt a week after average. What did he average against Alabama, Jerry? Nine or 50, I think. Yeah, I mean, that, that's a big upgrade uh, year over year. And those small yards do matter, and they mattered last night. Yep. They'll matter in more games this year as well if, if Texas can keep improving. All right, uh, overall, we gave Ooh. the offense a D. Uh, and it sounds like it gave the B, the defense a B, B-plus more likely. And then the uh, special teams an A to an A plus. Uh, Jerry, uh, I'll see you again later tonight uh, yeah. on the uh, uh, live stream with Rod Babers. Rod wants to talk a little bit tonight, I think, guys, about what he thinks Texas might do against this three high coverage uh, that he that Texas has been seeing. Steve Sarkeesian saying in a post game presser uh, that uh, the Longhorns uh, are now seeing three high and different looks from teams across the board. It's they played three games so far this year. Two of the three teams have played a different defense against the Longhorns than they've shown all year. Uh, that's a respect to the talent on the team, but also makes for a headache for coaches going to bed at night. Yeah, I think I think for the team itself, it's interesting, Greg, um, because I was thinking about this. When it's 10-10 in the fourth quarter, I mean, even though some positions played better than others, I think it's a D. Okay, because if you're and I'm not I'm not trying to be hard on Texas, but I guarantee you those coaches were sweating that game a little bit. They didn't walk out onto the field Saturday night at six for warmups, thinking they were going to be in a 10-10 game in the fourth quarter and have 175 yards after three quarters of offensive football. So it's that was that was an F at the end of three quarters because Wyoming, while they may go win some games, I mean Texas Tech put up 430 yards on them in Laramie. Now, Portland State had 320 yards on them, right? You have 175 yards, and you give up an explosive on defense, right? I mean, um, and that's and they worked it to a they worked it to a D plus or C minus uh, a game. I mean, overall, because there's just there's no way we can grade it higher than that. Because again, if you're handed an assignment, and that's the work you turn in, you're hoping for a C. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I'm not quite as hard on them. I, you look, I, I think that these guys are also, I, I hate to say this, but I, I, I said it last night. It's progress, progress, not perfection. Yeah. Okay. What would have happened two years ago with this Texas team? No doubt. In the fourth quarter, they would have folded. Yeah. I mean, no I just, just telling you. No more play. Last year they came up and were eight and five. This year they're now three and oh. It's yeah. not – there's stops along the way to getting to be a right. better team. Well, they showed that when it mattered last night. Right. Well, here's the thing, though. That's that, And that's what I was going to say. That's that's one little pa- – that's one paper you turned in. That's not your That's not your school year. Yeah. That's not yep. even a six weeks, right? I mean, yep. so that one paper, eh, you know, but here's, it, but here's what I was going to say to end. After the Rice game, the Texas staff had a great week of coaching headed into Alabama. This is the same thing again. 
Uh, and people are going to say, well, maybe Texas is vanilla. Sure, but they didn't expect to be 10-10 in the fourth quarter against Wyoming. A whack team walked into DKR and dictated a football game against you. That's not what anybody expected, including the guys with headsets on. It's just not. So, But where do you go from here? It's a great week to coach again. You're going on the road to Baylor. Baylor's not very good this year, but they're probably going to play their best game against you Saturday um, because it's the last shot at it, right? So it's been it's lining up just like Alabama for the staff was okay. Maybe we're vanilla, but still didn't play as well as we thought um, we should in some areas. Okay, and then we get get to coach them up for Bama. Now same thing, eh, not what we expected, not what we wanted. Okay, we got things we got to continue to work on, but now we get to coach these guys up for a first road game against Baylor. So it's kind of falling into place uh, with both of the home games. Um, so I, I, you know, it's growth. Texas yeah. has more playmakers, Bobby. That's the bottom line. Yeah, they do. They do. And it showed uh, last night uh, a couple of guys really coming through. Jonathan Brooks, Xavier Worthy in that uh, run down the sideline. Uh, Jaron Thompson making a play when it mattered again for the second consecutive week in the fourth quarter. All right, uh, Jerry, that's going to do it for, this, uh, for the, the uh, Horns Grades uh, episode brought to you by the Rodman Firm. Uh, make sure you guys check out the Rodman Firm if you have any business, real estate, or uh construction business needs in the state of Texas. They are the people that you want to give a, a chance to uh, earn your business. All right. For Jerry Hamilton, I'm Bobby Burton. That's been this episode of On Texas Football.